When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Ciao a tutti, sono qui con uh, Mike e Matt su questo podcast, sono molto felice di esserci e ora parleremo per un po' e sarà meraviglioso. That is the coolest <laughs> yes. thing ever! Our wow. listens in Italy are going to go... <laughs> Let's, let's start from the top. Let's start from the top. Make it drop. Make it drop. <laughs> Ella. Hello. Oh, wait, Ella! <laughs> Ella is here! Is it, it, is it Ella Priya? Ella, Ella Priya D'Souza? Just Ella. Ella D'Souza? Well, technically it's Ella Priya D'Souza, but it's just Ella. What are you? You're like, like Cher pink. or Madonna <laughs> or Pink? Is this like a new rebranding that you're having? No, because technically my first name is Ella Priya. It's not even my second name. Like on my birth certificate, it's Ella Dash Priya is my name. Okay. So it's like when someone's like Marianne. Oh. I'm like Ella Priya. Okay. But I don't go by You're that. You drop in the Priya. I drop in the Priya. I just go you by just Ella D'Souza. Farewell to it. Yeah. And now it's just it's too complicated. And then and like in high school, people thought it was my last name. So they'd be like, when you know when they call you by last names, uh-huh. they'd be like Priya. I'm like, no, <laughs> that's not it. That's not me. That's not me. D'Souza. Yes. This is my last name. Okay. Mike and I were <laughs> split on if it was Italian or is it Indian, Indian. right? Technically, it's Portuguese. Oh, <laughs> man. It's but... always Portuguese that gets you. <laughs> like, when you're listening to it, you're like, oh, is it Spanish? Is it French? No, it's Portuguese. It's Portuguese. But, like, comes from, like, it's an Indian last name that comes from Portuguese because of the, like, Portuguese influence, influence in India. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So it's a very common Indian name, but like when I meet a lot of people who are like Portuguese or like Brazilian, they're like, oh, D'Souza. I'm like, yeah, I'm Indian. <laughs> and then they'll start talking to you in Portuguese. Yeah, and, and I'll be like, no. Yeah, because you've had a pretty like eclectic background. Yeah, You were born I would in London. So. You lived in Rome. You lived in New York City. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, like, it's like you like lived all the Mary-Kate and Ashley movies <laughs> yeah. in one. Lizzie McGuire, Mary-Kate Mary and Ashley, I lived them all. <laughs> <laughs> I found my Paolo. No, I didn't. <laughs> Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. Not Are you yet. single right now? Single, single. Weren't you seeing somebody though? No. no. I mean, I had a boyfriend for a long time, but we broke up like oh. a year and a half ago. Okay. Well, yeah. I think I think this year is going to be your year. And Mike too. I feel it. Let's hope so. Mike's going to find a nice Jewish woman to marry. He did find one recently. <gasps> really? Yeah. Or Which wait, one? should we should we not be talking about this? Because I talked about my girlfriend Patricia way too early on Unfiltered, <laughs> and it kind of creeped her out. So I'm lucky that I still have yeah, we, her we, as my girlfriend. But... I'll tell I'll tell you about it 
after this. Oh, come, oh, come on, Mike. Give, give the people just no, a little. No, no, they no, no, need no. to know. You have to know, Mike. I mean, I know you know, but I don't know if the, the listeners know oh, that boy. Mike is the most detailed storyteller <laughs> in the fucking world. When yes. Oh, and stories. he kind of exaggerates just a little like, bit. Like he'll tell you what kind of drink he was drinking. He was like, "Yeah, I had a vodka soda, a hint of lime." <laughs> and while I was drinking my vodka soda, she asked me this one question. It was like, "Mike, get to the fucking point. Did yeah. you sleep with her or not?" You no, know, he loves the theatrics. <laughs> loves it. Loves it. Ella, anytime I'm telling Ella a story, she goes, "Is this going to be the long version or the short version?" I don't, I don't. I don't have time for every detail. I need, to, I need to pick up that habit because yeah. sometimes I just. I don't know. know, but sometimes I get excited for you. So I, I like really telling wanna, stories. I want to let you have your right. moment. I mean, sometimes you want to know the details, and Ella that's doesn't. always fun. <laughs> no, I do. But like when I want to know, like I'm like, so did you sleep with her? And you're like, well, so <laughs> and I'm like, that's a yes or no question. You just have to tell me, and then you can get to the details. But I need to know up front what's okay. happening. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> but okay, wait. We really have not established Ella who you are, who am why I? you're here for the people who are listening or watching. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ella. Hello. Ella, explain to the people who you are. Oh, that's a difficult question. It is a difficult question. You can make it simple or you can make it complex. Well, the simple part of who I am right now yeah. is I now work for David, your close friend. David Dobrik. David Dobrik. David for D. For those, David D. Double D. I moved here to LA. <laughs> <laughs> we sound like obnoxious morning like show radio Because <laughs> right now it's around like 10 a.m. So I think there's like a different energy in yeah, the room. We're yeah. trying to perk ourselves up. When do you normally up. record? In the evening? In like the uh, afternoons. Yeah. Like around three or four. Yeah. You're like yeah. post nap after yeah. lunch. This is like wake up. We just had our coffee. Yeah, we're yeah. ready to we're go. Like here with like noisemakers and stuff. What's up, guys? Welcome <laughs> back to Matt and Mike in the morning. We're here on the Zoom Zoom Boom Boom station. Okay, so rewind. Rewind. We're too goofy. Okay, David's assistant. Yeah. So no, I refuse to be called an assistant. You are, you are an employee of I'm David Dobrik I'm an employee okay. of David Dobrik LLC. I moved here eight months ago to work for David. And, you know, I had known David for like a year prior to moving here. And we met. At, I used to work in New York. So I moved here from New York. I used to work for Casey Neistat, another YouTuber, at his startup 368. And a year and a half ago, we like did a pop-up for David for his merch. And that's where I kind of met all of them. David, Nat. I think a couple other people came out. Jason was there. I don't know if Mike was there. Oh, I just gestured to Mike because I was like, oh, you guys, Mike, you were there. But yes. then I realized you guys didn't meet there. You guys have known each other yeah. for quite some time. Mike before. and I have actually known each other for a while. Mike Long was the time. only person I knew bef- like of the group before moving here, like personally. Okay. Um, but yeah, I worked at 368, met David at this pop-up. We like all became friends. And I remember he asked me to move out here like earlier on like as soon as we met we were like yo move out to LA and work for me and I was like nah like I love New York I had a good job uh-huh. and I was like I've been I'd been working for like three and a half years already out of college so I was like I'm not gonna move to be your personal assistant like that's just not what I want to do in life so I was like if anything ever if anything else ever comes up hit me up and he did and then I moved out here and now I kind of do a lot of, you know as we all do me taylor and Nat do like a lot of stuff so yeah. it's hard to give it a role because like i've always had jobs that were like never defined roles but this is like a whole nother level and so i we were like we on the, on the podcast actually on views we were like okay david what are our roles because i was like he keeps on calling us all his assistants because like it's easy for like the videos and stuff but i'm like just to be clear 
I'm not your assistant. <laughs> I'm happy to do stuff that an assistant would do, but like for my career, what am I gonna put on my LinkedIn? Because I freaking <laughs> love LinkedIn. I was like, I need to know. I need to change my my profile. Yeah. So I kind of made it up, and I was like, okay, I'm, a, I'm an executive producer. <laughs> That's right. I think I read that actually yeah. on your LinkedIn before yeah. we had this. So you interview. made it. It's officially on your LinkedIn. It's officially on my LinkedIn. Executive now, producer. Is, yeah. is Taylor that creative with her title, or is she just? Well, assisted? that's why it makes more sense because it's like Taylor is the real assistant. So it's like we can't all three be assistants because yeah. we all do have different roles. So I think Nat put like. Uh, chief of staff maybe or maybe she's like president <laughs> now of ddlc but like that's the beauty of it you can be yeah. creative with it because yeah. like realistically i do right now like one of my main focus is their podcast so it's like you know if you're working on you're a producer that's so wild how david really wasn't even like on your radar yeah and so many people kind of seek out david they try to find the craziest ways to catch his attention uh to either be employed by him or to either get yeah. Just something free from him and like people send gigantic resumes yep. to his house it's crazy and you were just like around assisting with the day of yeah. his pop-up and you caught his attention what do you think did it do you were like remember the moment where kind of you went above and beyond and he was like i need you on my team yeah i mean i definitely like I wanted to do that. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to be like, I want to make sure that they're okay, that they're doing everything. And like, I always thought David was like a super smart person and that he's going to do great things. So I think while we were doing the pop-up, I kind of took on the responsibility. I mean, at my old job, I was like head of production there. So like I did all the events. So this technically was an event. So I was still kind of running it. The pop-up was at 368 where Where I used to work, which was like, it's like this big space on Broadway. We did a lot of stuff, but we also held a lot of events. Is this right by Casey's office? Yeah. It's literally underneath underneath Casey's office. I know exactly where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was already like kind of helping with the whole production of everything. And then when David and them came, I kind of took on the role of making sure that they as like as David and the team were like, we like called security when they were coming out, making sure they had cars to go places, making sure like he wasn't getting swarmed by fans and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And I think, I mean, so I was like by their side 24 seven. And then we also like went out that night. We all went to dinner. It was super nice. Oh, yeah. And then I remember, I think. <laughs> that was a great, oh, yeah. Mike remembers the dinner. <laughs> oh, yeah. We what'd got you, drunk. What did you order, Mike? Um, pasta. We went to an Italian restaurant. Yeah. Oh, was it Emilio's? No. no. We oh. went to um, so the restaurant at the Bowery Hotel. I can't remember what it's called now. It was now. awesome. And then you just ordered an Italian. Yeah. And just, uh... <laughs> we ordered, I, I did my, I put in my <laughs> Italian. But then again, that's one of the things that's crazy to me because like, I know Italian food and like David loves Italian food, but he loves the like Italian American food. You know what I mean? Like macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Or just or like, like fettuccine Alfredo. Fettuccine Alfredo. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, no, yeah. that's not it. But, and then I remember, David even told me this, but so at the end of their weekend, we'd all became friends. Like it was super chill. He'd already been like, yo, you should come to LA. And I was like, I don't know. I'll think about it. And they were about to miss their flight and he had texted him because I, t- I was like, you guys should take a blade because they have these like helicopters in New York that oh, you can yeah. take to the airport. It takes you four minutes to get from Manhattan to JFK, which normally could take like an hour and a half. Yeah. If there's traffic, is it pretty easy to reserve? Is so it easy. Yeah, it's it's just app. expensive. 
It's like Uber. Is the helicopter already there waiting for you? They have like times. Like you can book a seat on one that's already like, like they have one at 405, 415 and you can book a seat or you can just like book your own helicopter and they'll just leave whenever you want. Now, had you used this before? Had you booked one for Casey? I had booked one for Casey once before. And then, I mean, I just knew about it. And I think I even had a friend that worked there at the time. But David was like, they left late and there was a shit ton of traffic and they were like, we're going to miss our flight. And I was like, do you want me to book you a plane? And he was like, can you? And I did. And literally, like, they were, they were like, texting me. And he was like, I booked them a blade that left, like, seven minutes later. So they just, like, diverted their Uber and, like, went to the helipad. And then they got on the, they got on the helicopter. They wow. made their flight. And I'll never forget this, too, because <laughs> David, like, sent me his card. He was like, okay, put it on a card. And his card wasn't working. But because they were so late, I was like... Okay, I'll just put it on my credit card. Mind you, this is like eight hundred dollars, and like I don't have a lot of money. And I was like, oh my god! I was like, okay, I just put it on my card. Like you you can Venmo me, but I also like wanted to be like cool about it. So I was like, oh my god, I just spent eight hundred (laughs) dollars on my card. I was like freaking out, but then it was fine. He Venmo me. It was super chill. They made their flight. He loved it. Made made like an Instagram story about it. I think they were with Zane, who like was scared of flying too. So it was like super funny. Zane's terrified of flying. Yeah, but so and he told me he was like, yeah, after you booked me that helicopter. I was really like, okay, this girl knows what she's doing. Yeah, I, wow. I would be impressed too. You really knew your resources. Yeah, at that I moment like did that and shit fast, damn. and I was at my job and like I was freaking out. I was like, I gotta book it. I was like doing everything, and it worked out. And I think that's and you know David like appreciates the like fastness of stuff and like getting shit done. So I think that's one of the things that he was like, okay, okay, this is good. So wow. that was fun. Cool. Wow. Yeah, that was a great weekend. Yeah. That, that pop up. Were you at? You, you no, were in, in, I wasn't there. I but I do think I was also out of town. Like I had a good excuse why I wasn't there. Were you living in New York at the time? No, no I that was like I was visiting New York for just like to go visit, and it just so happened that the pop up was that weekend. Yeah. Was it in the middle of summer? It was in May. Yeah. Oh yeah, May um, twenty nineteen. I think you might have been like with your family or something, or like on a trip somewhere. Yeah, definitely. I had an excuse why I wasn't there, <laughs> <laughs> or I just wasn't invited. Just Maybe I'm just yeah in denial about that. But it did look really crazy. It and was that, one of the most insane weekends I had that's when ever you, experienced. You guys were outside yes. of like Casey's studio yep. in the whole block, and like, like you would pop your head out, and it was like the Beatles. Like people just losing their fucking minds screaming we like shut down broadway which is like a main street in new york it's like freaking sunset in la and like cars could not pass because anytime david would walk out the whole line which wrapped around the block would just like all swarm towards him it was i had never experienced anything like it i was like i feel like this isn't even for beyonce like Uh and i had friends who like worked in the neighborhood or like and they were texting like what the fuck is going on and i'm like david dobrik's here and they're like what who and it was it was insane and, and then like, we'd like rent or not rent we would like take boosted boards and like david would want to take breaks so like it was me jeff jason and my brothers and we would like take the boards and when we left to like go out the people side would chase them we got chased by like Masses. hundreds of people and ella was like talking to cops oh, and I, had, and like, I never felt so cool i had the like earpiece yeah. walkie talkie because uh-huh. like i was in like i would talk to all the security guards there so i would be like okay david's on his way out like clear the premises <laughs> yeah, yeah. clear it the premises so it was and then david had a walkie talkie so i was like walking when you're on your way back and he'd be like ella we're coming back we're coming back <laughs> and i'd be like everyone prepare assume positions <laughs> but i got like trampled yeah it was, i like it was genuinely chaos. got trampled because 
um, I remember it was like the first or second day they we would like have them come through the back and they like got out of the car and like everyone started swarming and I was like trying to get them in and like people literally just oh. like pushed me down. Getting trampled like, is like one of my biggest fears. It's so scary. Because like you hear about it and then you're like, wait, but how? But like it happens. It happens. Yeah. Ooh. And same thing. Oh my god. Um, the kid from Stranger Things, Noah. Schnapp, Noah. Yeah. He oh came, yeah. He came. He that came day to too. the pop up and like Dave was like, oh, can you go get him? And he was like around the side. But all these kids were in the back. But I was like, no one knows, no one cares about me. So I was like, okay, it's fine. I'll go out. I get Noah and I like start walking. I was like, just like act normal. Like don't, like we don't want to attract anything. And we start walking and all the kids recognize him. And literally I'm like acting as a security guard to these two little kids. And I'm like, stop, stop. <laughs> I'm like trying to get them in. It was so scary. And they were all like, Noah, screaming. And it was like rushing them in. It was insane. Now, were you fangirling out about no. Noah Schnapp? You're, you're, you're pretty like, eh, I've seen it all. I don't know who you are, but yeah, I know I'm you're important. You can tell I also always like when you work in. I think that's another thing of like working in this industry is you don't want to do that because like it's professional, right? right? It's you like I'm technically working. That. I don't want to. We would have like I think the, I never like fangirled openly in front of someone because like I always want to keep my cool. But one time Will Smith came to three six eight where I used to work, and I mean he's like an, a legend to anyone. Yeah, uh-huh. and he walks in. He's first of all so tall. Like, I did not realize how tall he was. He's, like, a huge human being. Like, Matt King tall? Yeah. But probably. Yeah, probably oh, even taller. Wait, you, maybe you think Will Smith's a little bit taller? I think he I is. I bet we're the same height. I don't think... I feel like you're taller you than Will Smith. You should Google it. We're going to Google how, it. Do we want to make some bets? You're 6'4", Matt? I'm... I think I'm now 6'4". What do you like, mean? You I grew? Think I, yes, I think I've grown over the past two years. From, like, working out, you're, you're like, straightened out a little bit? I think so, but... Um, I, people who are six five tell me I'm six four, and some people who I've met who are six four were the same height. So interesting. I Will's, feel like he's probably six five. That's huge. But I also think that he like six two. What? I'm taller than Will Smith. <laughs> yes. He's only six yes. two. He's only he's only six two, but like people like that just look large. They literally. But look you're larger also than really life. skinny, and like Will Smith's like a bigger. <laughs> Ella, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I've been on vacation, so I'm like skinnier. I haven't worked out in a while, but just watch. You know out. what I mean. I'm gonna get as big as Will Smith. But Will Smith is like just like big too. You know what I mean. He just looks like. A- <laughs> You're crushing Matt's Matt's okay, working out every day for Actually, two no, years. It does make sense. It does make sense. Right. But it's it's um oh boy, it's a good goal for me. Yeah, you can you can like I work can towards get, Will Smith. I can. You get have there. the height already. Yeah. I have like kind of just a very swimmer's body though. Yeah, that's true. I can see that. Why would you kind of like? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm you trying do, to. I'm do. trying to flatter myself in an athletic figure, and you're like, yeah. No, you do 100. percent Okay. I mean, I even told Mike this. It's so 100. percent <laughs> I have the body of Michael Phelps of a swimmer. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, and when so when Will Smith came, and he also is like a genius. Like, he's so smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had, like, a meeting with Casey or something. So I think Casey brought him down to the studio to show him around. And, like, I couldn't stop smiling. And I was trying to, like, just be chill. But I was like, 
I kept on smiling because I was just like, oh my God, it's Will Smith. And yeah. he was like saying all these really interesting things. And I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and like both me and the, my other coworker were like punching each other. Like, oh my God, it's freaking Will Smith. Because Casey crazy. didn't like warn you guys like Will Smith's coming. No. He just like walks he in. He walks if it's... in with Will Smith. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and was Casey looking at you like, why are you, why are you acting different? No, because I think that's why I'm saying I think I kept my cool. But in my head, I like could not stop smiling. But he was, he was a really cool guy to me for sure. And he was super nice to everyone. And like, because you know, there are some people it's just like, oh, these people work here. Yeah. And just kind of like, like walk past. Yeah. But no, he like talked to us and stuff, which that was sick. Uh, the only person I really fangirled out was like Lord. But I was oh. like, but I feel like I was like kind of like hitting on her. <laughs> too. Like I was so just like, I couldn't like let, <laughs> let like, release my body. <laughs> like I like hugged her and then I kept like kind of holding on to her. And she was just like, oh my God, I love this moment. You're so, Whoa. You're so cute. How did and you then, meet her? Uh, I went to this event um, that I think AT&T was putting on um, and it was like a, this private house and she did like a little backyard concert. Oh, that's sick. And we did a meet and greet and I met her and she like loved my shirt. But the concert was so intimate when she was singing, she would like look up and she would look at me like the entire concert. And she even called me, like waved at me and like called me out. I was wow. like, oh, you're the guy in the cool t-shirt. <gasps> That's so, kind of sick. But so, that's also one of those I, things, you know what, bigger concerts when you're like convinced that the person is looking at you. Are you sure Lord was looking have, at you? I have video of Lord going, oh, you're the guy in the cool t-shirt who's oh, okay, fair who's uh, raising the roof to the saddest <laughs> song on melodrama, which I respect. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, that's me. Hey. And, like, and I was with Kenny Knox and Victor Pope Jr. And they were both like, dude, she is looking at you, bro. And I'm like, I know. But I feel like I may have creeped her out because I was just very. You're just holding her. Yeah, yeah. I don't that's know. a cool that's my story, cringe though. celebrity meeting story. May, if have you ever fangirled over anyone? Um, well, did we talk? We talked about this the last time, Mike. Well, did what? we? The Jerry Seinfeld thing, the Lady Gaga thing. Yeah, we. Yeah, no, did I, you put I, that in? Yeah. Okay, good. She fangirled over me. I didn't fangirl okay, over Okay, shut up, Mike. <laughs> no, but just... Mike has the confidence of freaking Brad Pitt when it comes to this stuff. He, just it, anybody. I know, but he he makes these stories extra colorful. I used to... I fangirled over, like, Gary Vaynerchuk the first time I met him. Really? I'm not going to yeah. comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> I met him at, like, South by Southwest. That's Houston. great. That's great. Awesome. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. You All wake right. up, you grind. You yeah, grind. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, grind. Yeah, grind. Podcast. It's nice. Who um, has? Um... Tea's good. To- <laughs> <laughs> Tea's good today, guys. <laughs> Have you ever met Gary Vaynerchuk? No. Yeah, people. Not a lot of people are very uh, polarized on him, but yeah. I I love him. But then I'm so scared to get caught in a conversation with him where he just like threatens me. He's like, I want you to make a podcast every day for a whole year. <laughs> yeah, and, you're and like- then I would be like, No. <laughs> I'm not doing that. And then he posts the video of him telling me that on his Instagram. And then you have now to do I have it. this army of Vayner Chuck people coming at me going, bro, you're not grinding as hard. That's my thing. I don't have a problem with him. I have more of a problem with his like army of people. Army of people. Like the yeah. people on like social media who are like, I grind every day. I wake up and Gary is my alarm clock. And yeah. then I do this and then I do that. I'm like, okay, chill out. Yeah. Yes. It's I, okay. Yeah, that's I kind of had to unfollow him because the time I'm on Instagram is the time where I'm just relaxing and right. letting go. And then I get this like spurt of like, you're not fucking doing anything. I know. Like, <laughs> you're like, like, okay. Yeah. That's a crazy um, one. Todd? Okay, Todd has piano lessons in a bit, but wait, he's having guitar lessons, but he may need to come in and get his amp I, later. 
Uh, he said he needed his acoustic guitar, which I put outside for him. Oh, Mike. Yes. Thank you. So smart. I'm a executive producer here. Oh, of course. I, I just... know how that feels. <laughs> uh, we just wanted to take a short, quick little break from our conversation with Ella to bring you one of our sponsors. Mike, you know it's been a hell of a year, the past year. Yeah. And now we're in the new year. Oh, we are. And we're making new resolutions. We're getting our act together. We're committing to our to-do list. We're budgeting our money. And that's one of my top priorities this year. I want to make sure I'm not paying too much for subscriptions on all my different types of services I have, and especially my wireless plan. So I'm making sure I got all my ducks in a row, everything down to my finances, my expenses, my budgeting. I got something for that'll help save you money. Mike, tell me. We're going to tell the nice people about Mint Mobile. Oh, yes, Mint Mobile. Dude, I've had so many friends and family who have told me how much money they've been able to save with Mint Mobile. What do you know about it? Switching to Mint Mobile is actually the easiest way to save money this year. They're the first company to do a wireless plan online only. So no stores, no in-person. It's all online. And that essentially saves people money because they don't need to pay for storefronts. Dude, I always hate the idea and the annoyance of having to go into a phone store and talk about my phone service because usually there's a huge wait. The person that you talk to doesn't really know what they're going on. This completely eliminates that. That's correct. It's the easiest way to get a new cell phone plan. Mint Mobile offers plans for just 15 bucks a month. You get unlimited high-speed talk, text, data, everything you need, 5G, it's as good as you need, and it is just 15 bucks a month. If you try it out and you're not 100% satisfied, they'll totally reimburse you within a seven-day period, right? Easy. Done. Yes. And you can just use the phone you already have. They'll send you a SIM card. You get to keep your number. It's literally as easy as it gets. Bada boom, bada bing. Make that phone ring and your bank account sing with savings with Mint Mobile. I just totally made that up at the wow. top of my head. Are you a freestyle rapper on the weekend? No, only on the weekdays, Mike. <laughs> if you guys want to get your own wireless service with Mint Mobile, Mike, tell them what to do. Go to mintmobile.com slash hoot and sign up for a Mint Mobile plan starting at just 15 bucks a month. That's mintmobile.com slash hoot and you'll get the plan shipped to your door for free. Start saving. Saving money, start getting better phone service. You deserve it for this new year. Check it out. Mintmobile.com slash hoot. You speak Italian. I speak Italian. Adiva Verci. Arrivederci. Is it is that speak Italian? No, arrivederci is goodbye. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say do you speak Italian? Parli italiano. Oh wow. Okay, but it's not Palavu Francais. No, that's, no, that's French. French. I know, right? But why does everybody know Parlez-vous Francais, but no one knows... Parli Italiano. Never heard that. I don't know, because I feel like if that's the, the phrases people like know in French are like... Um, Bonjourno. Bon, no, bonjour, mm, je m'appelle Ella, like it's, and in Italian I feel like people know ciao and grazie and arrivederci. Uh, uh, la dolce vita. La dolce vita. Which means... The la dolce is like sweet life. Yes. The sweet life. La vita bella. La vita bella. The beautiful life. Yeah. I love hearing Ella talk Italian. It's so, <laughs> it's just like, it's like she's a different person. Cinema yeah. paradiso. Cinema paradiso. 
Can okay. you? Can you? It, it's a movie. I'm just saying all movie yeah, titles. No, yeah, just, you're just <laughs> naming all the movies. Just say, saying Italian movies. That's my only Italian I know. I mean, it's fair enough. Yeah. Can Can you just like do something in Italian? Like speak like a couple sentences. Just say, "Hey, welcome to Hoot and a Half." I'm here with Matt and Mike, and we're having a great time, and I love being on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, can yeah, you yeah. just do like a nice Italian? Um, ciao a tutti, sono qui con uh, Mike and Matt sul questo podcast. Sono molto felice di esserci e ora parleremo per un po' e sarà meraviglioso. That is the coolest yes. thing ever. Our wow. listens in Italy are going to go through the roof. What's Come up? on in. Hi. Hello, Todd Smith. Our, We're doing great, Todd. Our standard pop-in guest, Todd Smith. I just need my stand. Okay. okay. Thank you, Mike. I just bought a new phone stand in my room. No, it's pretty cool. Shepherd is the best computer. Oh, you gave that to him? Yeah, I bought it for him. He 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 was always what complaining. Get, what did you get, Mike? Friendship. <laughs> Friendship. <laughs> Have a good Bye. lesson. Yeah, see you. See you, Tom. <laughs> um. Yeah, he was always compl- he was always complaining how he couldn't put his phone when he's like playing piano. He was always like leaning it up, and it was always falling when he records his Instagram story. So I just. Got him a, got phone, a phone stand. stand. I, yeah. I bought myself a phone stand. Or, well, no, I got one for Christmas. Why are we even talking about this? <laughs> Back to the Italian accent. Yeah. Your but friends. so it's just really funny because I, and I still to this day have a very strong one. So when people meet me and I speak Italian, they're like, wait, where are you from? What are you? Because then people ask me, like, where are you from? And I'll say Rome. And like, oh, uh, so like, is your mom Italian? I'm like, no, technically no one's Italian. <laughs> but I just say I'm from Rome because that's where I grew up and that's what I like associate the most with. I feel like I would be that in a similar way if I was learning a language and if I kind of got the accent down, I would like overdo yeah. it just because I would love the uh, just the theatrics yeah. of the accent. Exactly. Ah, I get it. But it's also because I like I genuinely that's how I learned Italian. So even in like Italian class, like with teachers, they'd be like, Ella, you need to say the word properly. And I'd be like. <laughs> Oh, my God. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just really funny because, uh-huh. like, all of my friends from Rome now, they don't even have that strong of an accent, but I have the strongest accent of all of them. You also have a strange just American I, accent. I like, you'll hit these words, w- w- like, once every four minutes. Yeah. Like, you're like, <laughs> you're like, like that's, a, that's a strange It's one. like the, the British pronunciation yeah. of, like, she says mosque instead of mask. I say all the A words. So I say can't. I say mask. Your brother, Sam. Sam. You called me what? No, I said mask. In what? Oh, sorry. Sam, I don't know. No, no. It's like <laughs> no, can. Like I can't. No, I know. <laughs> no, that's not what I said. But yeah, I mean, my even any all the languages I speak are just weird how I speak them. Because when I had a bit of a British accent before, like my mom's an English teacher, so she speaks like just proper English, not With necessarily English British. Accent? No, just like how an English teacher speaks. You know and like I mean? an American English or no, British English? British English. Okay. Like posh? No, not posh. <laughs> just like basic. Do you want to go to the supermarket? Mm, yeah, no, I guess. Do you want to go to the supermarket? Do you want to go to the supermarket? Who had a better, who had a better one? My, oh. My. 100%. You're way better at that. I'm bad at accents. accents but yeah. okay. Wait, continue to do a British accent. I know. It's going to be cringy and terrible. Just do it. Well, I'll well, start speaking in a British accent. Just start doing well, it. I don't want to do it. I can't. It's, <laughs> it's me, Mike Sheffer, right now. We're on who, uh, do you or, also like have, like, you talk to Will, who's British all the time, and like you have it you have it in your ears more. I don't have I it. I skew Australian, though, because like, yeah, I have like Australian cousins and... I hear there. I could do the Israeli accent. 
do that. I go, we're going to get you a new cell phone today. It's going to be a great phone. <laughs> uh, battery life is great. Uh, my yeah. accents come out more when I drink. Like my, my British accent comes out more. Like if you catch me in the summer hanging out by the pool, having some drinks, and we're just doing accents, it just pours out of yeah. me. Yeah, you're but, really good at them too. Uh, yes, but then I start getting off. <laughs> yeah, you just start mixing Portuguese, Spanish, yeah. and then yeah, that yeah, it's all around. That always um, happens. Uh, <laughs> you want to show what's in your pocket? <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. What's in your pocket? We have a new segment on the show. It's called Are You Pregnant? <laughs> what? Matt has a pregnancy test. Why? Well, I, didn't, I, I didn't. I don't have a He has one in test. his pocket. Well, we had one from like a while ago from like a bit. I don't know. Joe was filming and. Um, we just found it in the house and we thought it'd be a funny segment. Early result pregnancy test. So if you want to go into the restroom. Um, I'm okay. I can guarantee Why? you that you I'm not pregnant. Your gear, okay. No, Do you have I know. To hide? No, not at all. I just I'm pretty we confident. Can't I'm tell. Not this is a bad idea. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> wait, we're gonna wait, cut it out. <laughs> wait, or you can keep it in. I don't know. It's pretty but, insane. But we, we we found it before you came over, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if we gave this to Ella and made her take a pregnancy test? I mean, if you want me to take it, I'll take and it. And we would just make the clickbait: Is Ella pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be we, really funny though. No. But then Mike Mike was like, what if we took it? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, don't know what can... happens if you take it. Pregnancy tests make no sense to me, though. Like, the technology of it. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Like, what goes on that in the strip? you pee on it that makes yeah. it know if As you're As I pregnant. understand it, there's a hormone that it's sensitive to. And that chemical is in your pee if you're pregnant. And then it will react with whatever the paper is. And then it it's like a pH test in That the makes pool. sense. Like, when you dip oh. the thing in the pool and it like changes colors. It's a very simple... That's how I understand it. I may be 100% wrong. I think that is what it is. That makes sense. Do you always remember the girl in the commercials who was like, it's first response. (laughs) Know when you have a baby. It's like the same woman. I feel like I always know. Isn't it like the clear blue one? Clear blue. That's the one I always see. The ads. I've read that it's the same woman. It's been the same woman since the 90s. This bitch got pregnant so many times. Yes. I'm like, (laughs) how many times has that woman had a baby? She's always talking about taking pregnancy tests. Uh, The girl who was in the Blair Witch Project did... Hey. Let's not use this to gesture. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just. We, I want to open it. I mean, no, we could, we should. That's well, yeah. That's gonna. Put have you it. ever taken a pregnancy test before? No. Oh, really? I actually haven't. No. Never, never slipped one it. past the goalie. No, <laughs> I've taken Plan B once, but I've never taken a pregnancy test. That's okay. a Seinfeld line. Um, wow. Do you want to take one? Um. No. no we okay. just said no, Mike. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're be, we're cool. Right? We're cool. We're cool. <laughs> I'm not, not getting pressure to take in a pregnancy test. Just to be clear. Is, yeah. Okay, is, I'll take it. Okay. But, there, but if a guy took it, would it say not pregnant or probably? Be, or it'd be like it would what like fuck up. It just explode. Like, yeah, it just <laughs> explodes. It like shows you the squiggly line. Guys, we just wanted to give you this special little message to you and let you know that these sponsors are what keeps us going. And it means so much to us that you guys check them out. I mean, we get a lot of people that come to us wanting to be on this podcast, and we will only advertise for something that we actually genuinely love and believe in. Correct. So I highly, highly encourage you guys 
to check out whatever sponsors we are saying on this podcast. It's how we make money. It's how you guys can enjoy us and continue to do what we love. Yes, it's what it's what keeps this podcast going. And uh, it's been so great to build an audience and build this YouTube channel and build the audio listeners. And um, a lot of it is possible thanks to the sponsors. So thank you guys for checking them out always. Um, if you haven't checked out the sponsors yet, click the links, use our discount codes. Um, it helps us. It helps you. And we're not saying you have to buy everything that sponsors this podcast. No way. But if you're curious, click on the link and check it out and keep it in the back of your mind. It helps everybody. And yeah, we, we try and get good discounts for you guys as well. So hopefully it helps you too. We want to be hooking you guys up with all the best deals with our sponsors. So f- please, 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 if you want to keep us going, check out the sponsors. They're great. I think we're great. We're not that bad. And, and you're uh, great. You, the listener. I lo- Well, I love you, our listener. Thank you so much for listening. Mike, you know, one of my favorite classic literature poems is, you may have heard of this, it's roses are red, violets are blue. I'm dating someone, but Mike, how about you? <laughs> okay. What? Um, Are you offended by that? No, I just know that Valentine's Day is coming up, and um, I have somebody. You have you a special have somebody. Nobody Oof. stick the knife right in my heart, but. Love books are not just for significant others. They're a great gift for friends, parents, cousins, anybody that you love in your life. Love book is the right gift for them. So I've been hearing a lot of buzz about love books from what I understand. It is a personalized gift that helps express your feelings that otherwise might be difficult to say out loud. Yes, it's a great way to share the things that you love or list the things that you love and the reasons why you love somebody. And it's a personalized gift that arrives right to their door. It's the same price or cheaper as sending flowers, except you get something that's personalized and will last years to come. So basically the way it works is you can create characters that look like yourself or the person you're giving it to. You can pick hairstyles, your favorite outfits, and then you can customize each page as much as you want, or they have an express option, which lets you create a full book in just a few minutes. And it's a great gift to give to somebody that you love. Ooh, see, I'm so worried about my girlfriend listening because I feel like it's totally going to spoil this gift for Valentine's Day. So nobody say anything to her. But I can't wait to take the things we've done together, the reasons why I love her into this little book. And we can just have this as a little keepsake of our relationship. Yeah, maybe one day I'll have someone that I love that can... Mike, you will. <laughs> you will. I, but, I believe it. I but, believe but it. The, but the days are counting. I'm going to get one for you for our friendship. Oh! Yeah. See, so whether it's for your significant other or your significant best friend, Love Book <laughs> is a great way to express your feelings to the people you love. So if you are interested in getting a Love Book for your significant other, make sure you check out lovebookonline.com slash hoot for a 20% discount only for our listeners. Only for you guys. This is just a special deal between us and you. So hop on the great deal and get a love book for the person that you love. Go to lovebookonline.com slash hoot for 20% off. Ella, <laughs> I just found this out this morning. You made Instagram filters. Yes. That's so random. Yeah, I did. Okay. Like, I thought like Instagram filters. Hold on. <laughs> How do I say this? I was about to say like, I thought Instagram filters were really hard to make, but hold on. Maybe they are hard to make and you can make them. Yeah. Well, it was kind of like we 
um in my old job we did like a little workshop we did these like women who create stuff and we would have like really cool women who like knew how to do stuff and they would like teach other people so this one girl came and she kind of taught us the basics of making an instagram filter and i got like really hype into it because i thought it was sick and so i like really worked on it a lot and i started making them and realistically it's not hard if you want to do really simple ones like some of the ones you see on instagram that like your face is completely morphed or it's like there are 3d images in it or like the background like those are harder to make but like some of the super basic ones where it's like there's like a tattoo on your face or like something are actually pretty simple you just know how to you just know have to know how to use this like ar um software called spark ar okay and this is what I need to know. Once like, you I'm know, like, I'm like yeah. what's the software? Let's get to that. Once you know what's how to use Spark AR, it's pretty simple because like, like I know I use Photoshop and stuff. So when, and then you you make some of the stuff on Photoshop and then you import it into Spark AR and then it like has the face thing and you like match it and whatever. So it's pretty so computer so, genius. Well, Ella. So a, my question is, you should can you make one for who yeah. you have? Oh, cool. I mean, if it's like a kind of basic, it, yeah, I can yeah, make one. No, we wanted complex. <laughs> I made one. It, my face goes on. <laughs> in Mike's face and then it just like alters it alters no yeah. but I I actually made some I made one for another friend of mine and then I made one for my old job um it was I like got really into it for a while and one of mine so it's also interesting because when you make them you can't like you don't get tagged when people use them at all but when you go into Sparker it shows you the like impressions you have oh wow and one of mine <laughs> I made this one that says like cry baby under your eyes and it like first day I made it, whatever. I obviously posted on mine. I'm like to all my friends, I'm like, use my filter, blah, 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 because I just was hype. And then like a day, two day, a week later, I like go on the impressions thing and it had something like 22,000 people had used it. And I was like, what the fuck? Wow. It was so weird. And then I found out that some random, like kind of Insta famous person had used it because it came up on their explore page, maybe, or some, maybe they followed someone yeah. that used it. I don't know. And so, like, all these people used it, and I was like, that's so cool. And it says, like, Cry Baby by Ella, Ella Priya. Yeah. And I remember that day I was still, like, public on Instagram, and I got, like, a bunch of followers because at the and now you don't have to, but at the time, if you followed someone that made filters, all their filters would appear in your Instagram thing oh. at the bottom. So, like, it would automatically appear instead of, like, searching for it. Now you can just, like, save whichever ones. But it was really cool, and like I was super excited. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm an Instagram filter maker." I see, sick. I see it when I go in my filters. I when you like swipe, I'll see like Bryant and then Ella, and yeah. it has the Crybaby. There's another one that you made. The my two, the ones that people use the most are the Crybaby one. I made one with like little heart freckles and like 3D hearts that come up, and then I made one which is very New York, and it says it's brick, and like your nose is all red, and then oh, it it's has, brick like, means it's really cold outside. Yeah. So New York. You're like, uh, you're like it's brick out today. And I made it and it has like a brick, like a 3D brick. And that was the hardest one I ever made because I got to make the 3D brick. And then it says it's brick and your nose is all red to like show that you're cold. And like a lot of people use that one in New York. Does it take long to, does, do they take long to make? The harder ones, yeah. Because it's also like you have to like perfect it. Because you know, sometimes you use a filter and it will like, if you move, it like removes and stuff. And you have to make sure that it like fits people's faces. And my th that one took a long time because then. How long? I mean, there's some can take you like an hour. This one took me a couple of days. Also, I wasn't like fully focused on it. I was also had a job. Yeah, 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 yeah. But to make the brick, so I like that's separate. So then in another in Blender, which makes 3D images, I had to make the brick, which is like a simple shape, but the texture of it needs to look like a brick. 
like a that you uh-huh. put in the mouth. Not just like a digital square. Right. I just love like, like picturing you like listening oh, to some became... cool music and being in this <laughs> really? zone, like making AR like on a computer. I felt it's like this... such like a tech expert. Yeah. And then all these wow. people were asking me, and I was like, hey, yeah, I can tell you how to make an Instagram <laughs> filter. But yeah, I'm kind of sad now because I like don't have time to make them. And I can't, it was like a phase that I went through. And then now I haven't made some in a while. And then now I just got a notification like two days ago that was like, you have to update your filter. Otherwise, it won't be available anymore. Because <gasps> when they update the app, yeah. I guess they update a bunch of stuff. So like they need to like be compatible with it. But it, my computer is full and I can't even open it yeah, for dude. now. Wow. Wow. Cool. That's so cool. I find yeah. this stuff fascinating. And you also have another thing, your Instagram fashion account. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm so sad that we like can't do that anymore but me and one of my best friends in new york who's actually also from rome we started this the concept of it was so like you know how like when you especially in new york this is a thing i'm sure it is here too but when you go to like a bar or restaurant especially for women you're like what's the vibe like can i wear heels or is that going to be too much or like can i wear a sweatshirt is that going to not be enough Mm -hmm. so it was basically like and we would find i would find myself sometimes like looking up like yelp photos of people there or like instagram locations so you could like see what the vibe was and so we decided to do this thing where we would basically rate restaurants bars and clubs by like fanciness and then we would like give you an inspo of an outfit that you could wear there that's a good idea. Yeah. And then we would like describe the vibe of the place. So like say we would be like, okay, this restaurant is two heels out of five fanciness. <laughs> so like you can get away with jeans and a t-shirt. And like, and then we would t- go and we would take a picture in the outfit of the place. And then we would like give you inspo. And then I made a whole website. I also did that for a while. I made websites for people. And like it had a map. So it was also kind of like a place to go if you like wanted to know where to go for a night. Like you could go to our map and it would show you like, oh, these are clubs, these are restaurants, these are bars. And like this is a really chill bar. This is a really fancy bar. This is a good bar if you want to go on a date. So it was like an in-between between like an infatuation and a Yelp. But you're not doing this anymore. Well, no, because like first uh, of all, I don't live in New York anymore. And second of all, everything's closed. Yeah, that what, is What was true. it called? Uh, New York The Look. New York The Look. And why I The feel Look? Like I feel w- like... There's not that kind of like thing for guys though. No. Because well, guys, right. it's all over the place. And especially in LA, you may think like, oh, I'm really putting on a good outfit tonight. And you get to the party, you get to the event, you get to the restaurant, and some dude's just wearing jeans and a t shirt yeah. and like dirty, dirty Nikes. Right. And that's cool. And that's fine. Which I don't mind, which makes it easier, I for guess, you. going places. But like, there's such a spectrum where it's like, if you get really into it, you look like. Too much. You're trying to like an 18-year-old TikTok star. <laughs> exactly. Or you're just some dude who works at Brooks Brothers. And is like <laughs> we wanted to do stuff for out. guys. And we did, I think, a few things. Because in New York, it's more just like there are some clubs that like you have guys have to be in like a shirt. Or that you like can't wear shorts to. Or and, you like, can't wear uh, sneakers. Sne- like shoes with white souls yeah like they won't let you into the to the Some place and you're wearing white souls. so i've had that yeah which so. is just like one time i was in new york trying to get into somewhere and they wouldn't let me in because of my jeans and i had to go next door to a place and buy and it was a super expensive store i bought like a hundred or two hundred dollar oh pair of jeans <laughs> and then threw my other jeans away in the trash can in New yeah. York, wow, you because really I wanted, to get into it that was club. such a big club, and I really wanted to yeah. get in. Oh, that was wow. the worst. Yeah, New York will run you. That's yeah. That's why we went, and, and and honestly, it was going pretty well. And like you know, it's one of those things you start from the bottom up, and like our friends followed it and stuff. But then we would it was it was. I mean, the other thing we we did, which was my favorite, is we threw parties at some of these places. 
so like we had like a launch party at this really cool bar that like i became friends with the owner and we like invited all these people and it was sick it was and then we had a halloween party and then a valentine's day party and we would partner with the with the bars and we, we wouldn't pay anything but like we would have a list of people who get in and like you just pay for your own drinks but it was like super fun and i love throwing parties i love going to parties too me too i, I love it. a good party yeah why well, i think by the summer we should be back at it hopefully i don't know man Maybe like a house party, but like going to like a club or like a bar. I don't know. I think it's, it's going to be, be hard. I think it's going to be fascinating. I think I set my expectations low because I want to be surprised. Same. If I if I am too optimistic about something, I get really disappointed if it doesn't happen. Yeah. But I am optimistic, but I just try to keep my threshold low. Yeah. So when it does happen, I'm like, woohoo. That's what I'm hoping to. Yeah. I can't you haven't wait, even though. been out in LA since like everything's been closed since you moved here. No. Oh boy, that's it's why a great, it's, it's like, a great town. That's why I have this like weird perception <laughs> of LA because like everyone's like, "So do you like it?" And I'm like, "Well, I feel like I haven't lived it." Yeah, because I moved here in May, which is like mid pandemic. I never, I haven't really been out. I haven't been to a bar. Like I've been to a couple restaurants when they had outdoor seating, but like I haven't been to a real party. I haven't like met that many new people because it's like, how are you going to meet people? Like you're just around the people that you already know and that I work with. And so in that sense, I'm like fuck this place i love new york i miss new york but i also haven't given it a chance because i haven't lived it for mm-hmm. real which is the sad part so i guess i have like another like a very gary v like oh, gary. Uh, motivation uh <laughs> hustle question um i think a lot of our listeners um from what i have sensed on like online forums and stuff are always very curious about people who work for david how mm-hmm. did they get that job yeah. and everything and you are such a fascinating woman who has had experience in all fields of media creators face filters fashion <laughs> um and it's a hard scene to navigate and yeah. find your role in what would be like your advice to someone who would love to be in your position or what advice would you give your younger self if you could do it differently it's kind of an open question what advice question. do you want to put out there to someone who loves where you're at it's a good question i think so there are two sides of it my first answer would be of like how i got here and like how I would advise other people to get here because like I I recently talked to someone who asked me the same question. I was like, realistically, I was a bit lucky and a bit, you know, I put my I put myself forward in a way. And I think one of the most important things is in whatever job you're doing, one is like networking and really talking to people. Like, even if I had no interest in some person that I was working with or what they do, you never know in the long run where that pe- that person is. Like, I find myself being here in LA and like someone will ask like, oh, we need an editor. And I'm like, wait, I actually know like all these people who are editors because I worked with them on some random thing. And I've found, and especially in New York and I think in LA too, you know, it's kind of like, help, I'll help you if you help me. Mm-hmm. So it's one, always be nice to the people you work with always develop those connections, like keep in touch with people. That's what I did with David too. Like, you know, anytime they would come to New York, I'd be like, Hey, what's up? Like, what are you guys up to? We would go out like even as friends. But then if they ever needed anything, I'd be like, 100% I'll do it. No matter like you're not paying me, but like, I just want to help. And putting that out is like something that people really appreciate and they really value, which is why I think I have gotten the way I haven't like throughout my career. Cause even my first job, I was working at Samsung and my boss at Samsung was the one that started 368 with Casey. And, you know, he had the choice to ask me to come, like to bring me on to the startup or like I could have easily just stayed at that job. But because I had 
put myself out there and showed how valuable I was to that. He was like, okay, I want you to come, come with me kind of thing. And I had the choice to do it, but I definitely think being not even, you don't have to be best friends with the people you work with by any means, but at the same time, creating those relationships and like keeping in touch with people and helping people, like I'll think of people and I'll be like, oh, that person could be good. And they're, they will value that. They'll be like, oh my God, Ella thought of me when they needed something and like, they'll do the same to you. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a super important thing in, in just like working. Like one thing is networking, like sure, reach out to people on LinkedIn. It's always good. Like that's something that I, I have seen my friends do and I've done a couple of times is, you know, if I'm interested in a company, I'll reach out to someone on LinkedIn that works for that company. It doesn't have to be the CEO because like, they most likely won't answer, but you know, someone who works there, someone has a position that you like and just like talk to them and like, be like, Hey, like, how'd you get where you got? Or like, what do you like about the job? What do you think I can learn about it? And that's like super important for that, I think. And also just like developing your own skills. Like it's dumb, but like the Instagram filter, that's just something that I personally did, but it's come up in like two interviews. Like my, uh, the job I had before David, like they asked me about it too. Cause I put it on my website and on my resume. Cause it's just something, you know, it's an interesting thing that I wanted to do. And it's like, you can do so many things that you can just like learn off YouTube or just like, mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter what it is. Like it can be the simplest thing ever. It's like, I make flyers or like even my tiny Christmas villages, tiny Christmas <laughs> villages. I mean, but really like you can, that's the other thing. No, I'm not, I don't want to say bullshitting, but like you can make anything out of anything mm-hmm. like you could take i make tiny christmas trees and you could build it up and be like you know i was a perfectionist in it i wanted exact. i knew exactly what piece i wanted i spent a lot of time with it i creatively set it up so i could take a photo shoot of it like you can say anything yeah and people will be like oh that shows that you are you know a perfectionist and that you creative like, and hard work yeah but like literally it could, yeah. you can make it out you can make anything Dang, you're dropping some truth and some bombs and some fire. <laughs> the Elaprea School of Wisdom. Honestly, School I'm not surprised, wisdom. but like, I'm really so happy that we've like invited you. That was a badass. I love this. This is so exciting. This is exceptional. I told exceptional. Mike, I was like, you know, I, me and Mike also funny story. I've known each other for a while. Yeah, no, Ella's been a great friend. Uh, it's nice to have like someone that I know from before I moved here too. That's right. like Ella feels like more home than like I don't know. I mean, I obviously I'm like super great friends with like Todd and Zane and like those everyone, but to you have someone who's through, yeah, you know, who like knew you before yes. right. so like yes. you had here. Yeah, I treasure those friendships so much. And like, like the friends the I know York, in LA. Like who, that New York mentality too of like Ella can like see the the differences in LA and New York versus yeah. like you're from Texas. So like which is also, <laughs> you know, I love that you're from Texas. I think that's great, but there's like a, you know Us New Yorkers, man. We gotta stay <laughs> together. Get that bacon, egg, and cheese. I hope you guys are enjoying our conversation with Ella. We're just going to take a quick break to give a word from one of our sponsors. Mike, I'll tell you, this time of the year last year, I was getting the worst sleep. I was staying up with the scariest thoughts all night. What, that you didn't have a Christmas village? Not only that, (laughs) but I was really concerned about the safety of our home. Okay. Um, For the listeners who don't know, we've had encounters with break-ins in the past in our home, but let me just tell you, the safety of our home has completely changed with Simply Safe. Oh, yes. We love Simply Safe. So if you don't know what Simply Safe is, it is a home security system that delivers 24-7 award-winning protection. And with Simply Safe, you don't just get this arsenal of cameras and sensors. You get the best professional monitors 
leaders in the business. They've got your back day and night, ready to send in the police, fire, EMTs when you need them the most. Yeah, I know. And Zane, every time I'm here, she loves to show me how easy it is to set up. You got a video doorbell, cameras, sensors, everything you need. And it takes less than 30 minutes to set up. It's the best. And plus, with Simply Safe, there's no long-term contract, no hidden fees, none of that nonsense. It's simple, Simply Safe. <laughs> hey, it's a good name. And you, our listeners, our Hoot and Half family, we're hooking you guys up with a free security camera when you purchase a Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com/hoot. You also get a 60-day risk-free trial, so you have nothing to lose. Go to simplysafe.com/hoot. Sign up today. Get a free security camera and stay safe. And once again, that's simplysafe.com slash hoot. Now back to our conversation with Ella. Who are you texting? You're texting someone right now? Texting Taylor. Taylor, about what? Just, she, just stuff about David. She's no, just asking me something. Funny story about Taylor. Yeah, I had also asked Taylor if she wanted to be a guest on Hoot and Half. Um, and so I just texted her. I said, hey, do you want to be a guest on Hoot and Half? And she didn't respond for like a day. And then last night at like 8 p.m., I get a screenshot of my text to her. And she says, what's a polite way to say no? <gasps> and I was like, Taylor. She goes, oh, my God. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> That's so funny. No way. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And then I was like, oh, that's fine. Like, I And she was just like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I have to talk to David about it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, it's totally fine. And she was like, LOL, isn't that funny? I did that on purpose. And I was like, uh-huh. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Oh my god, that's so man busted, busted! Dude, it's insane. That is that's the worst. I know. I felt that so is bad no, for her. that has never happened to me. But one of my roommates in college sent he sent a whole the screenshot makes it worse because it's them like taking what you said, throwing it to someone yeah. else, and being for like, opinions. "Look at this, dude!" I've done it like twice, and it's. <gasps> The most imba- the one time I did it, I would uh, I use WhatsApp a lot because like in Europe we use WhatsApp way more with like all my friends, and I remember I screenshotted I screenshotted something from a guy, and I sent it back to him, and then I w- I panicked and in my head for some reason I deleted it off my chat, but that doesn't delete it for him or like at the time you couldn't do the delete for everyone yet, and then he was like, what was that? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, you sent me a screenshot. I'm like, no, I didn't. And I sent him a screenshot of my chat, which didn't have the screenshot in it. And he was like, no, I got it. And I like, I don't know why I thought I was going to get away with it. It was so embarrassing. And then basically never talked to him again. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, it's, that's a rough one. Yeah. I had a roommate in college towards the end of us being roommates. He was looking forward to his like new friend becoming the roommate because he like kind of owned the place. Yeah. He, I like one morning I was in a hurry and I had to leave or whatever. And then I'm at the bus stop and I get a text and it's like, God, Matt is such a shitty roommate. He <gasps> came downstairs and he left like his bowl out, blah, 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 blah. Like I'm so sick of him. And I was like, oh my God. What? And then he texted back. And also, oh. if my former roommate from college, if you are listening, we're great now, by the <laughs> way. Buddy I, buddy, I love you. I forgive you. But. So I like didn't respond and he was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, Matt, Uh, please, please, please. And I just like, I said nothing the rest of the day because I was like, I was pretty upset with that. Yeah, that's rough. And And that's even rougher if you don't respond, like the other person starts spiraling. Yeah, but I, but I was just like, I'm not going to do this right now and talk over text. I just want you to kind of sit with it. And then we did finally did talk like the next day, but he then had a girl come over and it was a girl who was really interested in him, but he wasn't vibing with the girl. 
and this girl thought they were going to date or whatever, and he wanted to let this girl know, I'm not really ready for this, right. so I don't think we should continue to pursue this. And then the girl left. He then got out his phone to text his other friend who he had been keeping in up to date on the, him and this girl. And he goes, she just left right now. This is stressing me out. We had a good talk, but I'm worried that she still thinks she has a chance with me. <gasps> and he clicks sent. To her. And he sent it to her. No. Oh, and no. He, and he did that within like three days of accidentally sending that thing to me. Damn, this guy needs some help with his texting. <laughs> I know. That's I know. bad. Oh. And uh, so, but we had a good laugh about it because he was like, you know I how I sent you that whole thing? <laughs> I just sent a girl that. That's embarrassing. I've like thought about doing that on purpose to like, like if I like a girl to be like, yeah, she's really so great. And like, no. I know I would never do it, but like, I think like that's what that would be. And I feel like that'd be a nice text to receive. Like imagine, uh, you know, you get a text from someone and they're just like, yeah, no, Ella is just so great. I really like her. And she's so super funny. But I, I really also like, might get scared from something like, like that. I know. No but, screenshot. No, just, no, no screenshot. Okay. Like accidentally sending. Like, the, don't say a screenshot. Like, I really yeah. like this girl. What do I say? Like, that's a little <laughs> oh too middle I would school. never do it, but it's just like a funny, no, like. It is an interesting move. It but could it's a, be. It's a little too. It's It could if, be sketchy, though. If you get exposed and found out, that's like, you're, you're like sociopathic. Because sometimes it's also like, you can be flattered by someone talking about you, but like. Say you just go on a date with her or like something like she's like, why is he always tell already telling his friends? Like she could be weirded out by that. So I shouldn't have sent that text to her last night. No, definitely <laughs> okay, not. Okay, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I didn't do that. But damn. Do you, and do you think Taylor was sending that to David? Uh, I think she might have been sending she, it to you. She might. She could. Wait, I, but I never got us. it. I never got anything. So I don't think. I think so. she because I was super nice about it. I was like, oh, it's like literally fine. Don't worry about it. Like, I get it. You're busy. Like, whatever you need. And she was like, no, no, no. Like, I'm, I meant to do it. Like, I, th I thought it was a funny way to, to respond. And I was like, it's fine. Like, who did you mean to send it to? And she she was like, no, no, no I meant to send it to you. So, like, she tried yeah, to play no. it off. But, like. It was probably. she. It sounds like something she could have been texting me. Yeah. It was definitely. I think it was. But, but I we don't should know. Make but I never clear. received anything. We should make it clear. You weren't option two. What? Oh, okay. Thank it's you. Not like, I wasn't option two to Taylor. No, no, no. <laughs> like, it wasn't I, like. I, I mean, because we, like we did ask Taylor. Yeah, we no, we sent we, out like three or four yeah, apps yeah, a yeah, week. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, based on schedules, we'll totally. backlog them. We don't I worry. It. I wasn't offended. It's no. okay. I don't want Taylor on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Taylor. We already have. But no, it's Tate's great. No, she is. We'll, we'll have her on when the time is right. Yeah, but. she's she would be fun. Taylor's. I love how Taylor tells stories. She's worse than you. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah. It takes her like an hour to tell the most simple story ever. But in the best way. She, like, loves adding details. Oh, I knew a guy in college who would be like, oh, man, the craziest thing happened last week. So this was on Tuesday, I think. Or maybe it was Wednesday. And then, <laughs> okay, so I was at... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're like, no. just fucking like, tell me the story. The point. My goodness. Yeah. God, I remember that kid. That's God. so bad. I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, get on. Get to the point. But um, I mean, I know I am enjoying the conversation, <laughs> but I'm also very, very hungry. hungry. <laughs> like, um, and I don't, I, feel I don't like getting like Elton John. Before he plays his stadium shows, he won't eat lunch and won't eat dinner until after he plays his show. So he always plays his shows in an empty stomach. Yeah, like hungry. And it makes him want to play harder because he used to have to like earn his money to eat dinner from playing at bars and he wouldn't get paid till after he played. So now he like even as he's the biggest guy in the world, he won't eat 
until after he plays his shows. Did at we night. talk about this with Todd? It's kind of interesting. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but we definitely have talked about that before. And I've, oh. th- I've thought about that. Yeah, like I should reward myself with eating. Right. right. Yeah. But then I don't know if that's you, really that healthy of a. You just a, get that low mindset. blood sugar, and you're just like, yeah, I, I feel need like a, my I need stomach would be growling. Yeah. I kind of like that though, because then it makes your body like, okay, we need to we need to get through this. I should be eating like I need to eat like three thousand calories a day in order to like sustain this body. Oh, so the summer body. I can't be starving myself. The swimmer body heard that. Mm-hmm. I love food though. Well, because Mike used to be in a band. Oh, I knew this. I actually found out a lot of random stuff about Mike recently, like that you had a restaurant. Yeah, she didn't know about that. Yeah, uh, what's it called? It's called the uh, the burlap sack. Burlap <laughs> sack. Yeah, I did not know you had that. <laughs> I'm not making fun of like, I know, your slight list. That's Matt's impression of me. <laughs> it's me. Well, it's a burlap left set. But we, <laughs> we, we got to record the podcast today. <laughs> but it, it, it's more of a caricature. It, I'm not making fun of Mike. It's but a it's, pretty it, good it, impression, it's, though. It's good, right? Yeah, no, I had this girl over last night. She was pretty good. She's Jewish. Uh, we met on Hinge. And uh, I don't know. She might be the one. We'll see what happens. Oh it kind of sounds like Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. man. That's really um, funny. That kills me. I love that. All right, well. Okay. How do you guys end this? Um, we don't. We really we, don't. We don't. Yeah. We, don't? I think we'll, you don't say like thank you guys for listening. We're, we're going to be entering a like a season two or season three yeah. pretty soon, and um, I would call it season three. A season three. We're going to be entering a season three. You're one of the close to the final guests, okay. and we're going to be revamping some things. I actually, Ooh, may need interesting some advice from you. I'm happy we'll to talk help. about it off camera. Hell yeah, ladies and gentlemen. This is Ella. Thank you guys for the having Ella, me. Ella, the executive producer <laughs> at DDLC. At DDLC. Um, you're the best. You're such an inspiration. Are you shivering? What's no, going on? I'm just, when I get excited, I squeeze my hands. Oh, so it's excitement. <laughs> yes. I didn't know if it was pure irritation. Oh, yeah. Like, we need to go out and leave. <laughs> no, it's uh, excitement. Leave. All right. Cool. Thank you, Ella. Thank you, Ella. Thank you, guys. Yay. Hoonaha. Wow, we did it. <laughs> Jeff. Yeah.